everybody. How is everyone today? Good afternoon. Well, I guess it's, it's closer to evening because it's 347. So good evening. Grand rising to all of you out there. Hope everyone's having a great weekend. It's a great Sunday about to get dinner started so i'm gonna take y'all on my little journey y'all gonna hear all kind of things dishes clankies food machine and all that good stuff i hope everyone truly is having a great weekend so i always talk about you know going within you know going inside doing work on yourself and i just wanted to share you know a little deeper about what that is and it's shadow work it's what it's called and what is the shadow the shadow is the dark side of our personality because it consists chiefly of primitive negative human emotions impulses like rage envy greed selfishness desire and the strive for power However, we cut ourselves off from many of our best qualities, too. Um, you know, like, we all, we all deny ourselves. Whatever we perceive as inferior, evil, unacceptable become part of the shadows. Anything incompatible with our chosen conscious attitude about ourselves relegates to this dark side. The personal shadow, the disowned self, this shadow self represents the parts of us we no longer claim to be our own, including inherent positive qualities. These unexamined or disowned parts of our personality don't go anywhere. Although we deny them in our attempt to cast them out, we don't get rid of them. We repress them. They are a part of our unconscious. Um, think of the unconscious as everything we are not conscious of. We can't eliminate the shadow. It stays with us as our dark brother or sister. Trouble arises when we fail to see it, for then to be sure it is standing right behind us. Now, a little bit about how the shadow was born. Um, every young child knows kindness, love, and generosity, but he also expresses anger, selfishness, and greed. These emotions are part of our shared humanity, but as we grow up, something happens. Traits associated with being good are accepted, while others associated with being bad are rejected. We all have basic human needs. These needs include psychological needs, safety and security needs, and needs for belonging. These needs are biological and instinctual. As children, we are expressed, as children, when we express certain parts of ourselves, we receive negative cues from our environment. Maybe we got angry and threw a tantrum. Our parents reprimand the outburst and sent us to our room. Or perhaps we acted boldly, playfully, spontaneously, or silly in our first grade classroom. 
Our teacher shamed us for our lack of decorum in front of the class and told us to sit down. Whenever it happens, and it might have happened often, it threatened one of our basic needs. Would the disapproval of our parents threaten our safety? Would the disapproval of our teachers and classmates jeopardize our needs of alone? We adjusted our behavior to gratify our needs and learn to adapt to, ex to the external world. All the unaccepted or discouraged parts of us in the first 20 years of our lives are bundled together, swept out of view outside our conscious awareness. The child puts all of these unwanted parts into an invisible bag and drags it behind him. This repression of unwanted parts creates what psychologists call the personal shadow. Here's just a little, um, little, I guess, narrative. There is no light without shadow and no psychic coldness without imperfection. That's something to think about, though. There is no light without shadow and no psychic without holding. And that's what I'd be talking about. You know, when you're in, in religion, they'd be trying to tell you that, you know, you must let go of this, that, and the third, but you gotta have both to be balanced. But anyway, um, it says, ignore the shadow at your own peril. The ancient Greeks understood the need to honor all of, all of the parts of the psyche. For them, these parts were worshipped as autonomous gods and goddesses. The Greeks knew a god or goddess you ignored became the one who turned against you and destroyed you. Any part we disown within us turns against us. The personal shadow represents a collection of these disowned parts. So here's the problem. The shadow can operate on its own without our full awareness. It's as if our conscious self goes on an autopilot while the unconscious assumes control. Hmm, I haven't been there. We do things we wouldn't voluntarily do and later regret if we catch it. We say things we wouldn't say. Our facial reactions express emotions we don't consciously feel. Remaining unconscious of the shadow hurts our relationship with our spouses, families, and friends, and it will impact our professional relationships as well as our leadership abilities. And, and that's true. That is so true. Okay, it says, do you remember Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Dr. Jekyll was a respectable gentleman the good conscious side of the personality who took a potion to separate out his darker impulses to create a creature free of conscience named Mr. Hyde, the personal shadow. Looney Tunes did a fun version of this classic, Bugs Bunny and Hyde in the hair. Anyway, Dr. Jekyll could not control the actions of his darker half, leading him to commit un- a ruthless acts, including murder. Such is the fate, although often not so severe, of anyone who denies his or her shadow. And guess what happens when you refresh your shadow? 
so, whatever qualities we deny ourselves, we see in others. In psychology, this is called projection. We project into others anything we bury with their nose. If, for example, you get irritated when someone is rude to you, it's a good bet you haven't owned your own rudeness. <laughs> That's me, though. But I do own my rudeness. But I, you know what? That's true, because I, I didn't always own my rudeness, and I think I talked about that. But once I started doing my shadow work, I really did. And um, people don't irritate me as much. I'm going to be as on the offensive, defensive as I used to be. Um, but anyway, it says, this doesn't mean the person isn't being rude to you. However, if rudeness wasn't in your shadow self, someone else's rudeness wouldn't bother you so much. This process doesn't happen consciously. We aren't aware of our projections. Our egos use this mechanicism to, I'm sorry, y'all, y'all know I get tongue-tied, to defend itself, to defend how it perceives itself. Our false identities of being good keep us from connecting to our shadow. These psychological projections distort reality, creating a thick boundary between how we view ourselves and how we behave in reality. Oh, child. Okay. I know y'all can show, show, relate to that. And here's another little excerpt. Unless we do conscious work on it, the shadow is almost always projected. That is, it is nearly laid on someone or something else, so we do not have to take responsibility for it. Hmm. Now, it, it, you know, it's some things you could benefit from of doing shadow work. And it is not a popular topic because who want to face themselves, you know? Um, who enjoys owning their flaws, weaknesses, selfishness, nastiness, hate, and so on? Who do? Focusing on our strengths is more enjoyable and life-affirming. Exploring our shadow side, however, gives us tremendous opportunities for growth and development. Let's, let's just take a look at a few of them, you know? Okay, um, improve relationships is one clear perception enhanced energy and physical health psychological interrogation and maturity greater creativity five you know just those, those like five things that you can do that you would get out of doing your shadow work that's what i'm saying um Here's another insert. If any help was going to arrive to lift me out of my misery, it would have come from the dark side of my personality. Hmm. Now, here's five more things you could do, you know, when you're getting ready to approach a shadow work. Center yourself, cultivate self-compassion, Cultivate self-awareness. Be courageously honest. That's going to be the hardest one for a lot of people. It was for me. And record your discoveries. Um, exercises you can do. You can watch your emotional reactions. You know, engage in inner dialogue. 
challenge the good part, get to know the shadow archetypes, get to know this stuff. And y'all can look some of this stuff up. You know, you got to do the work. I'm just, I always talk about going within, and these are, you know, a lot of stuff that, that I did to go within. And, you know, you, you just got to own your shit, basically. All of this in a nutshell is only a shit. So you got to do that. And once you own your shit, you know, you can start to see clearly. You stop blaming others. And as I said, it won't, it won't be on easy road. It's right to your feet. And it hurts a lot of times. But, hey, I got to do what I got to do. I got to face it. Because if I keep not facing it, it should get worse and worse and build up more and more. So I'd rather face it and face up the pain and hurt of it now than just continue to live in pain. But anyway, I hope this gives you guys an insight on what I be saying about shadow work and stuff. You know, um, just go within and do the work. I hope everybody has a great evening. And I will talk to you guys later. Bye.